So we had a discussion uh, in the previous segment about the question of Hezekiah and how, how it applies Bismaninu to backyards and to swimming pools. And we ended the share with a preposterous, um, uh, taking a preposterous position that if, let's say, Ruvain has a house, which has a window. He built a window. His window is there year after year. One day, Shimon decides to build a swimming pool in his backyard. We took the very, very absurd position that Ruvain would have to go ahead and close up his window or pay for uh, a mechitza for Shimon's pool. Why? Because Hezekiah Shmei Hezek. Ruvain is looking out of his window being Mazik Shimon, because now Shimon has a very sneezdic, uh, a very private uh, usage for his backyard, which he didn't have till now. Ruvain doesn't have a chazaka, possibly. We weren't sure about this, but it's possible that Ruvain doesn't have a chazaka because hitherto there was no, there was, this has, the, the, the backyard didn't really need that kind of privacy. So there's no real chazaka on the Hezekiah, at least to the extent that it's being perpetrated right now. And therefore, Ruvain would not allow to be Mazak Shimon with Hezekiah, so he would have to close up his window, which is obviously a conclusion that's very, very, uh, you know, it's very surprising and very disturbing. I don't like that conclusion. I'm very disturbed by it. So Baruch Hashem, Hashem helped us that in many cases this halach will not apply. I, I'm not, again, I'm not sure that the halacha is correct. Maybe there's some kind of other reason why it would not apply. I don't know what that reason would be. Um, but you can never be too sure about anything, this man, they know. But um, even assuming that that halacha is correct, which seemed to be the way we uh, concluded the previous year, um, it would be generally not applicable, this man, they and, and that's what this year is going to be about, trying to get out of that uh, disturbing, extremely disturbing halacha. So, there's a question in the Paiskim as follows. There's a Gemara in, in Baba Basra, which says, Nichsei Akum, yeah, I'm sorry, Yisroel Abba Machmas Akum, Harehu Ka'akum. A Yisroel that purchases a property from a non-Jew has the same halachas as the non-Jew. And the Gemara happens to be discussing a situation where the non-Jew is trying to get a, obtain a chazaka against a Yisroel. The non-Jew was living in a property that belonged to a Jew originally. A different Jew goes and buys it from him. The halacha is that just like the non-Jew did not have a chazaka, for whatever reason, so too the Jew does not get a chazaka because he gets all the halachas of the Eino Yehudi. Now, the question is, that is putting the buyer, the, the Jewish buyer from the Goy, at a disadvantage. It's saying that although in Din Torah he would have certain rights to get a chazaka, but since he bought it from a Goy, he does not have those rights. Whatever disadvantages the Goy had, those disadvantages pass over to the Jew who bought from him. There's a big machloikis in the Rishonim. Does that apply in the opposite case, to the opposite um, does that have the opposite effect as well? Let's say the non-Jew has certain rights. He has certain schosim that would not apply to a Jew. And now a Jew goes out and buys the property from him. Do those rights pass over to the Jew and do they accrue 
to, to the Jewish buyer or not. So the Rosh says that they do. And the, the, the Torah brings down a Goyin who says that they don't. The, the, the Goyin says that the only time we say Yisrael Abba Ma'aruz Akum, Hareyu Ka'akum, is only to disadvantage the Jewish buyer, but not to give him extra rights. What's an Afkamina? The Afkamina is, like the Shulchan Aruch says, that let's say um, there's a, a, a Goyin who has, who has, a, who has a, a, a property next to a Jew. And the Jew builds a, puts a window in, in his property. Ruvain has a house next to a Goy, and he opens up a window facing onto the rooftop of the Goy. After some time, the Goy sells his house to Yisrael, and now the new owner, the new Jewish owner, wants to raise up the structure and block Ruvain's windows. So the Shulchan so Ruvain says, you're closing up my windows, you're taking away my sunlight. And Shimon says, no, the guy would have been able to, to, to raise the structure. The guy would have been able to take away your sunlight because according to Dina the Malchusa, according to Dina Malchusa, um, th- there's no isser, there's no, pro- there's no prohibition, whatever, prohibition. There's no, uh, th- you are not prevented from taking away somebody's sunlight. So therefore, the halacha should be, that what? That... The buyer, the Jewish buyer, should be able to raise up a structure and take away the sunlight, because whatever rights the guy had should accrue to the Jewish buyer. He cannot raise the structure and take away the first person's sunlight. He has a regular halacha of a Jew coming to Bezdem with another Jew. We don't find that Yisrael gets the milus, the, the, the milus, the advantages of the guy. we only find that he gets the chesroinus, the disadvantages. That's what the Mechaber passes. Hagah, v'yesh oimrim, some say, v'hoyel v'akum ha'yachal osoismai, kamalikecha v'amikoycha yachal osoismai. That just like the guy would be able to raise the structure and close up the window, so too, a buyer would also be able to raise up the structure and close the window. Whatever rights the guy had accrue to the Jewish buyer who was coming from him. And certainly where there is we certainly follow that. So the Ramah Paskins that Yisrael who buys a property from a guy has the milus of the guy. Whatever milus the guy has, the Yisrael has. So let's, let's Let's um, let's uh, discuss the case as follows. Let's say, I mean, usually um, when we're talking about Jewish neighborhoods, Jewish developments. In other words, in a case where you're buying a house from a Jew, it's not so likely that your neighbor is going to have a swimming pool. At least in Lakewood, I don't know about other places. But usually, the people that have swimming pools are people that bought houses from a guy. And if you bought a house from a guy, your neighbor probably also bought a house from a guy. And in the case where the neighbor already had a window, okay, we're going to explain in a few minutes why that may be, uh, that may be necessary, but in the case where the neighbor already had a window, the halacha would be that even if you now built a swimming pool, right, you would not be able to force them to close the window. Why? Because just like if you would have built a swimming pool, you would not be able to go to court and say, wait, you have a window, close up your window. The court, would, they would laugh you out of court. They would laugh you out of the zoning board or wherever you tried to bring your case. Because, according to Dinah Malchusa, there's no din that you can't have a window facing into somebody's swimming pool. 
To the contrary, it will be, maybe it will be incumbent, upon, if the person wants privacy, let him create his own privacy. It's not incumbent upon the person who had a window to go ahead and close, close his window. So therefore, you get the same rights that the guy had, according to the Ramah, because the Ramah is passing like the Rosh. The Mechaber, however, Paskins like the Goin, and therefore, according to the Mechaber, the the Yisrael would not get the rights of the Goin, he would have to close up the window. So wait a minute. So, Rashkenazim, we could avoid, in some cases at least, that uh, uncomfortable conclusion that we reached. However, what about a Sephardi? A Sephardi also wants to have comfortable conclusions. Why is a Sephardi stuck with uncomfortable conclusions? Okay. So, Okay, so even a Sephardi also, Bedarath Klal, will have this din as well. We'll have the Ramaz din as well. Why? Because the Mechaber is talking about a very, very specific case. The Mechaber is talking about a case where Shimon bought his property from the Goy. But Ruvain did not buy his property from the Goy. So therefore, the Mechaber says that the halacha is that it has a din of Yisrael and Yisrael, and you do not get the halacha of the Goy. But what about when they both bought the properties from the Goy? So we have to look into a little bit to understand what is the reasoning behind the Goy? Why does he say that Yisrael Abba Akum does not get the rights of the Goy? The Goy, the, the, the Bir Agra, not the Goy that we're talking about before, but the Bir Agra, points out that there seems to be a Furusha Gemara that says that a Yisrael that buys from a Goy does get the rights of a Goy. The Gemara says that let's say you buy Tevel from a Goy. Tevel is a food that has Meiser that was not yet separated. So Allah is, you have, to, you have to separate that meiser because the Goyesh food also has a chi of meiser, but you do not have to give it to the levy. Why? Because just like the Goy wouldn't have to give it to the levy, so you could say, I'm coming, somebody, I, I bought my thing from somebody that you, the levy, would not be able to even have a discussion with him regarding the meiser. So since you would not be able to get your meiser from the goy, so too you can't get your meiser from me because I get the rights of that goy. So here we have a first Gemara that says like the Rosh and the Ramah and not like the Mechaber and the goy. So if you look in the Bala Eter, the Bala Eter explains the reasoning of the goy. He says a very interesting thing. He says like this, even though, according to Dina of the Malchusa, a Yisrael cannot force a goy to close up the window, but there's a Gemara Baba Kama that says, that if Yisrael the Akum come Ladin, if they come to Bezdin, so the Akum gets a disadvantage, the lesser of the two, the lesser of Dina de Malchusa and, and Chaysha Mishpat. If according to Dina Malchusa he loses, he loses. If according to Chaysha Mishpat he loses, he loses. He's only going to win if he has the confluence of both Dina de Malchusa Dina and the Halach of Chaysha Mishpat in his favor. But if either one of them disadvantages him, he's going to lose his entire. So Zakht, the Balaiter, a Gazai, it's true that the Yisrael that's coming from a Goy does get the rights of a Goy, according to everybody. Even the Goy might agree to might, might agree to that. However, it's not comparable to Allah that, that, that I just mentioned from the Gemara. The Gemara is talking about the Chiv to give Meiser. There's no question that a Goy is not Mechuyiv to give Meiser. A Goy doesn't have a mitzvah to give the Meiser to a lady. So therefore, if he would have been Mafresh's Meiser, and he came to Bezdin, the lady took him to Bezdin, let's say. So it happens to be, Mom and Shane him, you can't uh, go to Bezdin over Meiser, but let's say we ought to go to Bezdin over Meiser. And the lady took him to Bezdin, the Bezdin wouldn't say, wait a minute, according to Chesh and Mishpat, you have to give him the Meiser. No. The guy doesn't have a chiv according to Chesh and Mishpat to give Meiser to the lady. The guy doesn't have any chiv to give Meiser to the lady, because giving Meiser to the lady is a mitzvah which is only imposed upon 
Kal Yisrael, not upon, it, it's, it's, not, it's not in position, I'm sorry, it's the wrong word. It's the right of a Jew to keep a mitzvah. A goy does not have a mitzvah. So a male, the goy would not have to give the meiser to the levy. Mashenkin, in our case, let's say it's true that you wouldn't be able to overcome, you wouldn't be able to prevail against the goy because the goy would say, look, I don't want to go to Bezdin, I'm not going to Bezdin, I'm going to court. And in court you would never win against the goy and force him to close up the window. So practically, you wouldn't be able to get whatever justice you might be entitled to against the Goy. However, in the unlikely event that the Goy would come and agree to have his case arbitrated in front of Bezdin, what would the Bezdin pass? And the Bezdin wouldn't say, wait a minute, he's a Goy, he doesn't have to close his window. The Bezdin would say, there's no difference in a Yid and a Goy. Why? Because we said that whenever the Jew, whenever, the, the, according to Torah, the Goy loses, even according to Dino al he does not lose, nevertheless... The guy would, uh, we would pass it against the guy. So anytime you have a din between a Yisrael and a guy, what's that halacha? If the Yisrael wins according to Chayshimish, but he wins against the guy as well. So therefore, be'etzim al pi halacha, if they would have gone to Bezdin, the Yisrael would be able to force him to close up the window. So too, once he sold to a yid, and that yid is not going to court, hopefully, <laughs> but if the yid is not going to court and he agrees to go to Bezdin, so we'll say, whatever rights the guy have, you have. In other words, you get all the disadvantages of the guy. If, according to Dino Al-Husi, you lose, you lose. If, according to Chayish Mishpat, you, you lose, you also lose. And in this case, since, according to Chayish Mishpat, there's a din of Hezek, Riyash Mehezek, so you lose, and you have to close up the window. I'm sorry, and, and I have a right. Uh, right, you have to close up the window. So, male in our case, what would, what would Allah be? So, if, if the situation was that the owner of the pool had bought his house from a Jew, then the Allah would be that he could go ahead and force the guy who bought the house from the guy to close up the window. Why? Because if he would have gone to the entire against the guy who sold it to him, he would have also been able to force him to close up the window. But let's say the guy, let's say they both bought from guy. Both of the people purchased their properties from guy. So then, according to everybody who go in court to Dina Malchus Adina. Why? Because if both the sellers, if the guy and the guy had gone to Bezdin, let's say... In the unlikely event, two goyim roll into Bezdin. One guy has a window, one guy has a pool. What's that? What would Bezdin say? Bezdin would say, you do not have to close up your window. Because the whole halacha that we said, that we followed in Yisrael, when it comes to a goy, is only when the goy is having a din against the yid. When a goy is having a din against the yid, then we say that what? That we followed in Yisrael. When a goy is having a din against the goy, we followed Adina Malchus Adina. So in that case... When both people purchase their properties from Goyim, the halacha would be that they both have the rights of the Goy. And they, we follow Dina Malchus Adina, and therefore the halacha is, that what? The halacha is that he does not have to close up his window. So in the more common scenario, where both people purchase their properties from Goyim, the halacha would be you would not be able to force him to close up an existing window. However, with regard to a window that the Jew constructed, the Jew opened up a new window, the Allah would be, you would be able to force him to close up that window. Why? Because you only get the rights of the Goy in whatever you purchase from the Goy. Now, you could ask me a, a very good question. If that's true, so then why, why does the Ramah say that the Yid who bought from the Goy has a right to build up his house and block the other guy's window? L'chairah, if you only get the schus of the Goy in what you have, so then why... Why, why are you able to go ahead and create a new structure blocking the first person's window? But the Marsham clearly says that if the window did not exist, 
in the hands of the Goy, and the Yid opened up a window, he would not get the rights of the Goy. The explanation for this, I think, is very simple. I think the explanation is because the, we always have to discuss the halacha of the window. In all these cases, we're not discussing the halacha of the wall that's blocking the window. The question is, does the window have a right to exist? And does the window have a schus, does the window have the rights to get sunlight? Those are the two questions we have to have. First of all, do you have to close up the window because of Hezekiah? Second of all, we have a question, do you have the rights to get sunlight? Now, if your window didn't have the right to get sunlight, so then it doesn't have the right to get sunlight. So if, if the window existed in the hands of the Goy, or, or the window existed when the Goy owned the neighboring property, right? Did this window have rights to sunlight at that time? The answer is no. The Goy had the right to build a wall and block your sunlight. So it's true the wall didn't exist, but the window did exist. Since the window existed, and the window didn't acquire the right to have sunlight, so therefore the person who bought from the Goy says, just like against the Goy, you didn't have the schus of sunlight, so too against me you don't have the schus of sunlight. However, if the window had not existed at the time of purchase, then the Allah would be that it would not have the din of a Goy. Now, so far, we've been discussing the Allah of uh, two people bought from Goy. What's the Allah if two people buy from Jews. Oh, another shayla. So this is a totally different halach. The Shulchan Aruch talks, the, the Gemara talks about achim shachalku. If two brothers inherit a property from their father, one guy, and on this property, there's a building with a window, and on this property, there's a yard. They go ahead and split the, split the property, they draw a line in between the window and the yard, and now, all of a sudden, the guy who got the yard comes shrying, he's screaming, I want the window closed. So what's the So it says in the Gemara, They don't have the schus of having windows one on the other. So it's a big machal, what does that mean? What does it mean you don't have the right to have a window? Does it mean you have to close a window because it has a kriya? Or it just means that if the guy who got the, the yard wants to build a wall, he has a right to build a wall. So there's Machlech Zerushayinim, and Kamuvin, it's Machlech Zerushayinim, and the Ramah. The Ramah says that the guy, the Machaber says that you could build a wall, but you can't force the guy to shut his window. The Ramah says you could force the guy to shut his window. Now, that's Sif Chavzayin. In Sif Chavches, the Shulchan Aruch says that the same halacha that applies to Achen Shechalku applies also to two people who purchased the property from one guy. So just like by Achen Shechalku, they don't have a right to have a window, so too if two people purchase the property from one person, and they split, let's say, let's say you have a guy selling two properties adjacent to each other, two people buy the properties, the halacha is that they have a din of Achen Shechalku, so it should come out. Now let's say two Jews buy houses in a development, right? Ruvain buys house number one, Shimon buys house number two. Ruvain has a beautiful window on his second floor. Shimon has a beautiful backyard that's looking bored. Shimon decides to go ahead and bring in bulldozers and shovels and cement trucks and build himself a swimming pool. So according to the Mechaber, Ruvain, who had the window, would not have to close his window. Right? Because even though Elam Chaloy dissolves that, that just means that if Shimon wants, he can build a very high wall. He can build a skyscraper next door and block Ruvain's, block Ruvain's sunlight. But if Shimon comes and starts screaming, I want you to close up your window, 
Ruben says, I don't have to close my window. I have a right to keep my window. But according to Ramah, the Allah is Ba'ach and Shechalku, Shimon could go out and force Ruvain to close his window. So if Shimon now decided to build a swimming pool, Luchayri should be able to force Ruvain to close his window. Again, a very uncomfortable and uh, a conclusion that we would like to avoid. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, there's a Prisha. The Prisha says, now, the Shulchan Aruch says that if, this halacha we just said, that two people will buy from one person, get, have the same halacha is only if they buy simultaneously. If they buy one after the other, the halacha is different. So, what's, what's different about it? So it says in the Shulchan Aruch, that the same Allah of Achim Shechalku applies If you sell the yard and you keep the house for yourself, then you have a din of Achim Shechalku. But the other way around, Let's say you sell the house and you leave the backyard for yourself. You can't close the windows. That's Machloikas, he brings down Lamaisa, you can't close the windows. Oh. So what's halacha? So, so now the place can say that the same halacha which would apply if I sold one and kept the other for myself would apply if I sold one and then a week later I sold the other one. Whatever halacha would apply to me would apply to the second buyer. So if so, the halacha should come out that if I sell the chutzner, if I sell the backyard first and then I sell the house. The backyard can force the house to close the window. If I sell the house and then I sell the backyard, the, the swimming pool guy cannot force him to close the window. Still, a little bit of absurd halacha. We're going to end up with a situation where if it so happens to be that the developer sold the guy, the non-swimming pool guy first, then it's okay. But if he sold the swimming pool guy first, then he'll be able to force the other guy to close the window. However, Baruch Hashem is a priest who says that, that even the Ramah, who said by Achim Shecholku, and he also said by two guys who bought simultaneously, that you could force the guy to close up the window, but that does not apply in the situation where they bought one after the other, even in the case where the backyard guy bought first, even where the backyard guy bought first. So he has a right to build a skyscraper and block the, the sunlight. He does not have a right to go to Besden and force his neighbor to close his window. So it may will come out that when you bought a house in a development, you also don't have a right to force the guy to close up the window. So Mamela, the halacha that we spoke about in the beginning of this year, which we were at all costs trying to avoid, which said that you, if you decide to build a swimming pool, you might have a right to force the guy to close the window, only applies in one specific case. If the two people already own their properties, and one of them made an extension, or he opened up a new window. In that case, if the other guy wants to build a swimming pool, he might have the right to force him to close the window. L'chayr, that's what will come out. Or, in a situation where, let's say, the guy with the window bought the house from a Yid, right? And the other guy either bought a house from a guy, or, or he always owned the house, whatever. But in a case where they both bought their houses from a guy, and the window was already there, or they, or they both bought their houses from a yid, as long as they did not buy their houses simultaneously, right? As long as they bought their, their houses one after the other, 
which is almost always the case, right? The, the closings are usually not on the same day. The halacha would be that the guy who decided to build a swimming pool would not be able to force the guy with the window to close up his window. And we can all breathe a very deep sigh of relief. <laughs>